Hello everyone, welcome to the next episode of Asher on Air and today I have a very interesting guest who's associated with our organization for a very long time and he is Sandro. I'm very happy to uh, introduce Sandro to you guys. He's the head of integration at Devsco. He's a uh, public speaker and a Microsoft MVP. He also has another face of being an author for two books. One is the Bistock Mapping Patterns and Best Practices book and the recently launched Migrating to Bistock Server 2020. And he's also a very active participant in the community with contributing a lot of uh, resources to the community and to the newbies of the community. Yeah, I'm very happy in welcoming Sandro. Hi, Sandro. Hi, I'm Amir. How are you? All good? Yeah, I'm doing good. How are you? How was your day? I'm fine. All yeah. good for now. <laughs> <laughs> so all all uh, excited to talk about the uh, topic that we have discussed to share with our fellow mates in this, through this podcast. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Yeah, let's do it. So uh, <laughs> yes, guys, today we are going to have a talk about migrating logic apps from uh, consumption to standard. So that's what uh, uh, Sandro has proposed in talking in this podcast. So let's hear from the expert about the uh, his view on this topic first. Well, um, th- this is uh, something new that... Um... So logic app standard is quite recent, um, and um, most of the of the companies are using logic app consumption for a long time, um, both on the consumption layer or in eyes layer, and um, and uh, logic app standard uh, brings us uh, other benefits and other features that uh, doesn't were possible with the consumption layer. And um, in some cases, um, clients are starting to to migrate, um, to update, let's call it uh, whatever you want, uh, from the consumption layer to the standard layer. And um, I'm doing, recently I'm doing a project that is doing that, exactly that. So we are passing from the consumption layer to the standard layer. And... Um, yeah, uh, Microsoft is um, starting to um, create a tool to help and facilitate clients to migrate from the consumption layer to the to the standard layer. I don't know if it's already in in private preview or in testing, mm-hmm. uh, but they are working on that. But meanwhile, yes, we are. We need to do it, <laughs> uh, and. Um, and it's it's been a challenging and a good uh, challenge doing that. Um, and yeah, it's, it at the moment, logic app standard still doesn't uh, have a quite match of features that exist on the on the consumption layer. Uh, this is something that Microsoft already spoke about publicly, and uh, they are working heavily on on closing the gaps between one and the other. And mainly, the gaps are in the in the connectors, um, or the most important gaps is in the connectors. Not all the connectors available on the logic app consumption are available built in uh, in the um, in the standard layer. Uh, we can always use the consumption layer, of course, uh, but again, Microsoft is working heavily 
on closing all of these gaps and uh, of course improve the overall experience between migrating uh, logic app consumption to standard and yeah that is this topic that we are going to speak about yeah. and uh, any additional <laughs> subject <laughs> between logic app <laughs> so that's it sure sure so uh, my first question would go like uh, what would be the developer experience during the migration so i would like to i'm very keen about knowing the developers experience during the phase of migrating from a logic app consumption to standard well um we have to realize that uh, these two logic apps uh, in reality they are using different engines so they are different in its essence okay so they seem equal in the kind of in the in design designer they are more like uh, equals uh, we still have a new designer in the logic app standard that is going to be available and is already available in some cases uh, in the consumption layer as a, a preview. Uh, I'm, I think that is not yet uh, the general availability, but is in preview. In some cases, we can have on the on the Azure portal the new uh, Logic App Designer, and this is the, the designer that it's out of the box with the standard layer. Um, but it's quite identical, so uh, it's it's kind of aesthetic stuff. Uh, mm -hmm. That is, we have shapes smaller, and uh, we configure uh, all of the actions in uh, in the panel on the on the right side. Well, it's kind of uh, um, different, a little different, but it's equal. So if you know mm -hmm. one, you know the other. It's yeah. Uh, it's just uh, the designer and the layout that is kind of changing. All of all of the rest is the same, but they are using different engines. No, mm -hmm. um, Logic App uh, uh, consumption use the the Logic App runtime. Mm. The, the 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 normal one, let's call it this way, the one that we are used to use. Um, the Logic App uh, standard is using the Azure Function runtime. So it's a different runtime. And because of that, also the developer experience is slightly different. So uh, in the in the logic app consumption, we are we have available two options. So we can do it in the Azure portal, of course, uh, but then we have kind of a, we don't have a proper source code, uh, we don't have a, a CI CD process is quite difficult to do this kind of deployment between environments. So for me, it's kind of uh, it's it's there to do small changes or to do POCs. That's it. Uh, and then we have the Visual Studio uh, 2019, 2019, I guess. <laughs> I'm not sure. No. I'm I'm I think it's 2019. Uh, um to do the um, logic app um, developing okay we can use visual studio code but uh, visual studio code we have um, we don't have a logic app designer this is only read mode we have to do it everything by hand in the um, in the json so for me it's a no-go <laughs> i'm starting to be an old man 
uh, if I have a good designer, I'm going to use the designer. I'm not going to do everything from from scratch. Um, so for me, two options in the consumption layer is Visual Studio or uh, the portal. So if you go to the consumption, uh, to the standard layer, we don't have Visual Studio. So uh, Visual Studio is not available. Um, mm -hmm. And we have the options to do in the portal, of course, again, the same limitations that we have in the using the consumption. Pro, we don't have a proper source code, neither CI, CD, uh, uh, good options to do this kind of stuff if we are developing the portal. Yeah. And, we, and we need to use Visual Studio Code. It's the only editor that has full capabilities um, on that. Also, brings bringing some benefits in terms of uh, of uh, of developing experience because we can actually run everything locally and then deploy to the cloud. So we can run our stuff locally, and if it's kind of good, we can deploy deploy it to um, to our environment and start running. Um, it does some kind of breakpoints and so on. It's kind of a decent experience of doing that. Uh, it's better to, I normally say, better to have and <laughs> that not to have. So it's yeah. nothing kind of, uh, it's not the same of doing a C-sharp debugging, but okay. we have some kind of debugging now. Um, but yeah, we have this kind of difference between and if you are a developer uh, and you are not familiar with Visual Studio Code, you need to become familiar with that too. Yes. Because now now we need to use both tools. Uh, we need to use Visual Studio Code and we need to use Visual Studio. Uh, because in Azure, <laughs> uh, depending on the service, you need to adapt on the, on the developer tools that are available. That's it. Uh, part of that, well, uh, everything is more or less identical in terms of developing, okay? Mm -hmm. In terms of feature-wise, it's a different step, but in developer experience, that is the that is the, the, the challenge. Uh, and of course, the CI-CD process may be a little different between what is logic app mm -hmm. consumption and what is logic app standard. Mm -hmm. But again, not that difficult. It's not quite uh, a huge amount of difference and you can actually do uh, a decent job there okay? yeah so. Uh, yeah so having heard that Sandro like you mentioned uh, there is no big difference in a developer experience but of course there is few differences in terms of feature set right so uh, having that statement I would also like to ask a question that uh, since it has a uh, difference in the feature set and its working functionalities. So when do you recommend to use a logic app consumption uh, part or when do you recommend to use a logic app standard? So when to use what? Well, uh, uh, there is no follow this rule and this is yeah. the exact rule. Okay. Uh, you need to look on the, on the requirements of the client ah. and, uh, and, in my personal opinion, everything depends on the requirements. Mm. Uh, so uh, one thing that is make a bit different is that the consumption layer is pay, pay per use, okay? You pay what you are using, that's it. The, the cost is not a fixed cost. Uh, it can be 10 years, it can be 200 years, or it can be more, okay? It depends on what you, 
are using. Also, it brings some uh, um, some um, some advantage because it's, it's automatically can scale. So it's it's a, a serverless, hundred percent serverless. So it doesn't matter if you send one request or one thousand requests. It will kind of adapt uh, and uh, because well, uh, it's serverless. Also, it's consumption is a share environment. So you have to notice that you are sharing that environment with a lot of clients. This is yeah. managed by Microsoft. And of course, there are some throughput limits there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So there is a throughput limits about how many messages that you are sending or of this step. But mm -hmm. again, you don't really, you, you need to worry about that if you reach that limit. But it's scalable. Uh, normally, you don't need to worry a little or too much about, well, do I have uh, CPU or mm -hmm. do you have infrastructure to run that uh, volume of message? Because that is managed by Microsoft, it will scale. Okay, uh, That's one thing you pay per use is automatically scale. You don't need to worry nothing about that. It's completely 100% serverless. Mm. Uh, the, the the standard layer, it's it's a compute-based uh, mm. layer. So you need a compute uh, behind the scenes. It's a fixed cost. So you know that you you if you don't process nothing or you process one thousand messages, it's still the same CPU and memory. It's a compute-based that you are paying. Of course, there are some tweaks there. So there are some mm. Uh, premium connectors that you pay per execution, but in general, it's a fixed cost. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but it's a compute base, so you need uh, to worry about scaling. So if it doesn't fit, you have to uh, you have to scale the 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 app inside behind. So all of these compute you have to scale, so you can process a lot of more messages. Um, but it also brings some capabilities because. In some cases, clients want BNet integration and mm. to have a, uh, a private zone uh, with no one accessing. And uh, the only layer or the only logic app that brings that capability is the logic app standard. Mm. So if you if you want to use BNet integration, you need to use logic app standard. Um, and, and, and basically, it's about requirements. Of course, there are some clients that say, we want to use uh, standard because, because you want control costs, or we want to use consumption because, well, yeah. my, my volume is too low. I don't have these BNET uh, issues or requirements, so I'm happy to do a consumption layer. So mm -hmm. no one will go away. So in large cap consumption is not going to be discontinuous. Logic App Standard is here for stay, so both of them are here to stay. And at the moment, there is nothing that tells us that Microsoft is going to discontinue one or the other. And uh, mm. so um, you can choose, and you don't need to choose one. You can choose both of them. In some mm. integration layers, you can use or in some integration applications, you can use the standard layer. And, yeah. and in some cases, you can use the consumption layer. What benefits more in terms of 
cost and requirements, this is what you need to use. Of course, mm. some cases, there are some clients that say, no, we don't want to use that. Our rule is use consumption or our rule is use everything should be on a standard, but that's that's company policies, no? And we yeah. need to follow that uh, company policy because we cannot go there and say, no, you are wrong. I am the master and yeah. I know everything. You need to do it this way. I'm not working that way. So we need to adapt on the on the on the clients also. But yes. if I if they ask me my advice, uh, what to use consumption or standard, I say use it according to your requirements. Use both. You know? That's that's gold. Um, that's a wise decision as well in that case. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, yes, Sandro. Having spoke about the benefits, pros and cons, when pros and when to use what, so uh, let's also talk about the hard part. What would be the challenges that people face during the migration, or what are the challenges actually happening during migration? Yeah. So um, at the moment, as I say before, Microsoft mm-hmm. is working uh, on creating a tool to facilitate facilitate these migration from one to the other okay it's going to be available soon i hope uh, uh if, if it's not ready uh, yet uh as a, in a private preview or in preview mode uh, mm-hmm. it's going to be soon probably uh, but they are working on that they spoke about that in integrate uh, london event uh, yeah. what they are doing and and uh, i think you can submit the request to use that tool um i still didn't try too much about this tool uh but yes they are they are working on that and it will facilitate a huge way the 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 work that you need to migrate one to the other um Mm -hmm. in our case uh, in our client we had a challenge that we actually had to migrate the 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 consumption to standard and we decide because it was kind of uh three logic apps um only that we are going to do it manually okay mm-hmm. um and we actually migrate from the consumption to standard because we need bnet integration yeah. okay and here is where uh the issues may occur no mm-hmm. uh, as i mentioned there is a gap between what exists in logic app standard and what logic app consumption offers, especially in terms of uh, connectors, API connections. Well, we have a huge vast amount of connectors that run on, on logic app consumption that we can still use on logic app standard, but most of them are available in uh, uh, the an, as, a, as an Azure connection. So, it doesn't have BNet integration. So, mm-hmm. for example, um, we have service bus. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm, well, I didn't went to the code and, and and I don't know all of these by head. But let's one that I know that that doesn't have BNet integration is the keyboard, for example. Okay. Um, keyboard doesn't have um, the the. Uh, bnet integration at the moment mm-hmm. so it's not as a built-in connector it's not yet available as a built-in connector um and uh, and 
and of course um, Keybolt is a key piece on our integration landscape. The, that is where we configure our, our secrets. And we are still going to use the Keybolt uh, yeah. to store our, our secrets. We are not going to migrate from the Keybolt because it doesn't have uh, uh, BNet integration. Yes. We need to change the logic app to to work that way, not, yeah. not changing all the service. For example, the service bus has a BNet integration, uh. Uh, but but it doesn't have the same methods that are available on the the Azure uh, connector. Okay. Uh, so let's say that the Azure connector have ten triggers. <sighs> the 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 built-in service bus only have two triggers. Okay, uh, so okay. it doesn't have all the functionalities re yet ready. Again, Microsoft is working heavily on on closing okay. that gap. And it will close that gap soon, but not at the moment. So I need to speak okay. what is at the moment. Uh, but for example, the service bus is not that critical, but because the service bus is quite um, firewall friendly, mm -hmm. so we can work quite easy with the service bus connector, not with the key vault connector. And when speaking with key vault connector, we can speak about, for example, the the API management connector, and we can speak, for example, about the Logic App connector. Okay, yeah. uh, so the lo the Logic App connector um, on the on the on the consumption layer, we can say, okay, I want to call a Logic App, mm -hmm. and it goes to all. Uh, resource groups that you have in your uh, subscription, if you choose a resource group and it calls a different logic app, even if it's not in the same uh, uh, resource group, as long of the, of, the, of the account has access to the other resource group, okay? The, the logic app connector inside the standard, you can only use, or you can only call the logic app that are available on that logic app standard. Mm -hmm. So if you have two different logic app standards, um, resources, mm -hmm. we cannot call one is outside our logic app resource. Of course not. So, so it has these kind of uh, small gaps, small difference that we need to work on, on that. And based on my experience, um, how we can manage that is almost converting all these API connectors that as a first class experience uh, that we can, well, it choose, you select what is the, the API to call, it shows the different uh, uh, fields and you just kind of drag and drop and, and, and configure the shape and that's it. F kind of first class design experience. And we need to, um, uh, we need to let go this first class experience and replace this with HTTP calls because mm -hmm. HTTP is a built-in connector and it's able to call any API. So it, it works inside the BNet uh, and well, everything that we can call using the API management connector, the event uh, event hubs, the, the, 
the key vault, the logic app, we can call it with HTTP. They are HTTP calls, no? But we yeah. don't have this kind of first class experience working on that. And <clears throat> yeah, that's the problem. We need to convert that first class call to HTTP call and use the HTTP to call uh, logic apps that are, are outside our logic app standard resource. Uh, and we need, for example, the key vault. If you want to access and retrieve the key vault, one thing that you can do is create, for example, an Azure function uh, to retrieve secrets from the key vault and then call mm -hmm. this Azure function with the HTTP connector. And yeah, magic happens. You have everything there already. So it's kind of, uh, again, I. I tell you, I tell that many times with my clients and in the, in the events that working on Azure is kind of a bit working with Lego pieces. So we kind of combine yeah. all of these features and work the uh, and choose this service according to our requirements and what yeah. fits for our integration layer. Of course, again, there are some rules of the companies that say we need to use this and that and that. And we need to kind of in different clients to adapt what to choose, no? Um, but that's a different story. But again, it's kind of combining what is best for in terms of performance, cost, and rules from the client, no? Yes. And based on that, we are going to choose. Oh, I'm going to use, I'm going to use the API, uh, API uh, an API with app service, or I'm going to use another function, um, or I'm going to use another stuff, okay? Even I can use API management and connect to keyboard. Okay. There are yeah. many ways to do the same. But yeah. again, we need to adapt and, and, and uh, in this case, on the standard, we, especially uh, because if you don't have a BNet uh, integration requirement, well, you mm -hmm. can use the, the, the Azure connection. It works good. You have an extra cost of calling that connector, but everything works to fine. If you have the BNet integration requirement, then this is where the challenge happened. We need to probably redesign our integrations to do different, the same stuff in a different way. Okay. Yes. So um, I just had an observability all, all through your talk that uh, <coughs> I have found one thing that customers are the first thing. So their requirement is where the designs pattern falls only if they need something then you you are all uh, equipped to design something only then you will be ready to design something so that's that's an amazing saying uh, actually from your and sandro since i also work on the f customer facing side as a product consultant i have seen many people coming in for demos with the requirements so we already we are very keen about collecting what they want and then we give the solution based on their requirements only then they will be easily able to um end of the day that's that's what we want right to satisfy those people and then make sure it's this is work. Right. this works to prove them it works fit for you i normally work this way so uh, yeah. the the client is the one that is paying me okay <laughs> i need to provide i need to provide a good job to to the client yeah. i don't want them to chase me and say you told me to do this exactly. and is not the best and uh, the so wouldn't be answerable exactly i'm going to always say to the client well choose this choose that and even if i say do not choose logic app 
choose API management and avoid logic app because, well, we may have some issues with with performance or uh, it's better mm-hmm. in this case because well, we have a high volume and it's better and we have a low latency requirement, it's better to use kind of another yeah. function or API and all the stuff, API management and other stuff like that. Put cash on the API management, use both uh, or no, going to Bistalk. Uh, Bistalk is still the best. I don't, uh, I, I don't worry about um, what is the technology. I yeah. need to provide a good solution to the client. Then, yeah. based on the on the on the options that I give to the client, mm. it's up to the client to say, "Well, Sandro, we don't want Bistalk anymore." Yeah. Uh, let's go to the logic app uh, or Sandro we want f- everything that works because this needs to be ready for tomorrow we don't want to be a better test and we don't worry to be on the on the last uh, top of technology uh, mm. they need to decide that okay yeah. um, yes. I am just the advisor and then mm. I'm going to implement the solution probably or help them imp- implement the solution but yes. I have to look to the requirements and to my client first and then choose that and say, well, you can choose Bistalk because it has this and this that advantage or mm. you can do that with Logic App with these and that and that advantage. Uh, mm. Long term um, support and what is the, the, the roadmap or the future? I need to put everything on the table to the client and mm. they they need to decide and sometimes ask me what is my opinion and I will give them what is my perfect choice and I'm going I'm not going to choose B-Stock because everyone thinks that I'm a B-Stock <laughs> uh, uh, I am the last B-Stock I know I'm going to say to the client use B-Stock or use Logic App if I think that will benefit their uh, their goal their uh, overall uh, integration landscape uh, so that's it um, I put always my client first and then the tech- technology yeah. behind because well most of people think that well the best is the new thing uh, this is something that humans w- uh, always think no uh, we want a new cloth we want a new car because the yeah. new car is is the best well my old car and my new car both of them reach the same uh, destiny so uh, <laughs> It's a matter Everything of things, no? Yeah. So, uh, in that case, yeah, that was a very uh, interesting talk. And also, we had some more uh, information in technology-wise and also in, in uh, professional ethics, right, to put your customers first. So, uh, having spoke about all the uh, uh, stuff regarding the topics today, I would also like to hear a quick tip from you for the young people who are into Azure, the beginners of Azure. So uh, what would you uh, give us a quick tip for people who are uh, planning to use Logic Apps or you're planning to do a migration or something like that? Okay, so first thing that is Azure mm-hmm. is never told that you are an Azure uh, guru because Azure is everything at the moment. No? Yes, yes. Uh, if you speak Azure, you speak about computer, networking, code, web, integration, data, everything. No, you need to focus in a specific part of your technology. Like I'm uh-huh. an integration. I'm an 
I'm an Azure MVP focused on in integration. I don't know nothing about uh, BI or well, a little bit about networking. I know a little bit about just the basic about everything, but I'm not I'm not an expert in in, in networking or or um, BI or data or scientists or all of this stuff. You need to focus in a specific area, okay? Be an integrator, be a, a, a data ex, expert or something like that. If you spoke about our area, integration, mm. well, you need to choose, we need to start following and, and start knowing all of these integration layers, okay? Mm. Uh, do not try to do everything. Um, again, if I'm honestly speaking if i need to do a web part or a api probably i'm going to ask someone from a different team that i have in in the company um i'm focused again in the the, the integration layer um mm -hmm. and on that you need to kind of um do not focus in only logic apps or in, uh, in api management you need to focus in api management logic app uh service was all of these uh um azure integration service okay <laughs> and the second of that and second is you need to start with the basics with yeah. the best practice with the, some tips and some tricks and uh, for that for example i have a series of articles on serverless 360 blog post mm. that we have some best practices you should have while implementing some uh, um logic apps and some tips and tricks to do small stuff start doing small start getting bigger and start doing the basics in the correct way um, mm. so i see a lot of uh, logic apps a lot of projects that i open and see send message receive message um, decision one decision two naming conventions matters uh, mm. in the long period uh, you have to it seems annoying it seems so basic to say that mm. but trust me you see a lot of these things going on that is uh, it's quite horrible uh, <laughs> for me you know uh, i normally say in the events if mm. you are a c-sharp developer and and uh, and uh, and if you produce a code saying function one var one var two string one string two at the end of, of the day you will be fired from your job of do not course. do the same do not <laughs> do the same in the logic apps uh, yeah. or in the integration layer start mm. with this small uh, stuff and get get improved uh, mm. and, and and put your hands on the job that's where you can actually learn something that a lot of uh, uh, articles and, and uh, technical guys like me uh, that you can follow. So, for example, Mike Stephenson has an amazing list of uh, yeah. of um, of tips and and, and, and a, um, blog posts about logic apps, API management, all of this stuff. Uh, Kentware produce a lot of videos and uh, and and small tips also about uh, uh, service bus, uh, yeah. logic apps, and all of these service bus Azure integration service. Yeah. So start following these guys, start looking what what they are doing and um, do not trust them. Try to do it yourself. Also. <laughs> <laughs> they may be incorrect also, no? Uh, yeah. so you are, we are not owners of the truth. So yeah, question course. if they are doing right, try different stuff, but see what they are doing. 
oh. and uh, this is the way from from you to start and quite uh, do a quite good job on the market yeah so uh, the people you mentioned were also a sp- part of the uh, azure on air podcast they had uh, presented few uh, uh, yeah <laughs> podcast and you are also there in line with us now so we are very privileged to actually have so many experts coming and talking in our show to enlighten the community so it it, it might seem a, a short span of time of 30 spending 30 minutes but of course doing that is gen- is is the kind of generosity that you pay back to the community yeah so we are very grateful to have you on our show sandro and we are looking forward for many more uh, exciting podcasts with you so always be in touch with mine yeah we'll have more fun on podcasts in speaking podcasts and you obviously is a great contributor to serverless 360 and we rely on you for better resources yeah whenever so, you want i mean it's always a pleasure to speak with you guys and and share with the community uh, you know me i'm always keen to yeah. share and i don't have any problem sharing my knowledge uh, i do a lot of blog posts i do a lot of videos so <laughs> I'm happy to do that. So anytime you want, you can come with me. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We we believe that in a very strong manner that we can anything you want to move on to Sandro Ping Sandro and he'll be there to provide you with the resources. Yeah, if you Thanks. have any questions, yes, just ping me yeah. uh, by email or any social media and uh, I'm trying to help you as fast as I can. Yeah. that's that's very uh, great of you to tell that in a uh, talk show like this so we we hope the uh, audience are very benefited out of this talk and let's see you on the next episode of azure on air until then it's bye from sandro and amrita bye bye see you.